Welcome to the Holistic Living Hub podcast. I'm your host, Laura. I'm a naturopath and founder of the Holistic Living Hub. I'm here to remind you that blooming into the most happy, healthy, high vibe version of yourself is the most important work you can do. Each week, I'll be filling your mind with gems of wisdom, sweet little reminders, and all things holistic living to help you come back home to yourself and start living your best life. Plus, I'm not afraid to have some unconventional conversations and challenge the mainstream narrative to help awaken you to new ways of thinking and being. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to episode nine. So for this one, I was actually going to originally jump on with Mark, but I'm going to save that for another week um, just because he's flat out with TAFE teaching this week. But for this week, I really want to talk about body image and comparison and body dysmorphia and all things under that umbrella, basically, which if I'm being honest, I am a little bit nervous to talk about because I'm aware that some people feel that just because someone in their eyes is skinny, that they actually have no right to speak about body image issues and things like that. But I really want to help people break away from that way of thinking because people can hate their body at any size. And I myself have actually experienced body image issues. I've been stuck in cycles of comparison and self-hate. Plus, I've also been on the receiving end of being shamed by others for the way I looked physically. So I really want to say that one, skinny shaming is not okay. Just like fat shaming is not okay. Discriminating, belittling, shaming, or saying anything about someone else's body with a negative connotation is not okay. Because you actually have no idea how someone is going to receive what you're saying, but also you don't know how that individual actually perceives themselves or what they're going through um, mentally, emotionally, things like that. And back when I was putting a lot of my focus on the way I looked physically, I was dieting, working out, was when I was the most insecure in my body. And I compared myself to others constantly, yet I was actually eight kilos lighter than what I currently am. So now I realize just how much of an illusion I was under. I really do feel like your eyes can play tricks on you. But also what wasn't helping me was the first thing I'd do first thing in the morning was jump on social media and look through my feed, which was literally filled with fitness model accounts who were posting photos of them, like either in comp prep or photos of them on stage. And because I was consuming so much of that sort of media, it started to shape my thinking. And I started to believe that women are meant to look like that and I would compare my body to the bodies of women who were on stage at fitness shows and I really didn't realize at the time just how much of a freaking illusion these images were because I only saw their best angles and their chosen perfect shot for Instagram and I feel it's just like a magician like they only show you what they want you to see and that's the thing with all social media like I think it's really important to know And I think a lot of people are becoming aware that it's a highlight reel and not everyone when they're when they're having a down day or a vulnerable moment or a difficult moment in their life, they're not necessarily going to jump on social media and feel like sharing that. I know when I'm having a process, I don't go on social media and share it. I have more of an internal process that I keep sacred for myself most of the time so other people do like to share on social media their more vulnerable times and things like that but just know that 
everyone has their moments. Everyone has their insecurities. Everyone isn't always in a land of sunshine and rainbows. There is those down moments and just remember that Instagram isn't always going to be the place where people share all of that. And I guess at this stage, I didn't realize all of the things that went into the stage prep, but also a lot of people weren't being transparent about the behind the scenes of, you know, them restricting their social life, the how many hours they'd spend slogging away at the gym, the sacrifices of not eating out with friends and um, training instead, or how much they were actually starving and so moody. A lot of that only came out after when they would be post prep and post show and they were just saying like I would never do that again there's so many women who have been through that journey and only open up afterwards and that was the case for me as well after my journey was when I actually shared how miserable I was when I was at my lightest so it's not something a lot of people share when they're in it But at this stage, when I was seeing all of these photos and just fully immersing myself in this world, I wanted to be just like these women. I wanted to look like them, like their bodies were winning medals. So I thought that that's what I should strive to look like. So I actually at one point decided that I wanted to enter a bikini comp and I researched for so long trying to find the best like trainer in Melbourne to help me prep for the comp. And I ended up booking an appointment and it was actually a gym in Richmond. And I sat down with one of the assistant trainers and I told him what comp I wanted to enter. And then he talks me through a few things. And then he ends up bringing me into the office to ask the head trainer if he thinks I would be ready because it was only going to end up being like an eight or a six week prep. And the first and only thing that this trainer said to me, and this was the guy that I looked up to, like thinking, yeah, he's the one. He, I think he's going to be able to help me. All he said to me, he looked over at me and he's like, lift up your shirt. So I did. And he said, yep, we can help you prep. So I paid the $2,500 like training fee and I got the diet and I drove home. And on the way home, I felt so yuck, like the whole way home, something just didn't feel right. Like about the whole thing. I was like, what am I doing? Is this right? Like just that whole interaction just felt really off. It wasn't what I was expecting he wasn't the person that I thought he was going to be like as a coach um, and to how he interacted with me. It just felt really off. So I sat on it for a few days and I ended up pulling the pin, but I still followed the diet and I trained even harder than I did before. And I weighed and calculated everything that I ate and I skipped out on lunches and going to the beach for literally eating chicken breast and beans and carrots and slogging my ass off in the gym in summer. That was my whole summer. And all for what? It was literally for an Instagram shot. Like I wasn't even seeing anyone. I wasn't going to the beach. It's not like anyone really saw me except for behind a screen on social media. And I wasn't entering a competition. So what was it all for? But I still continued down this path for months and months trying to make myself leaner and leaner because it was never enough. I literally couldn't even see my body for what it was anymore. And what I saw reflecting back in the mirror was so distorted. And the only thing that ended up waking me up from this complete illusion I was in was when my little sister standing across from me was grabbing the literally zero body fat she had left on her body. 
because she was actually on this journey with me. We would literally do everything together. We were training buddies. We like meal prep together. We trained together and I would do absolutely anything for her. And when I realized that what we were doing was harming her mind and her sense of self-worth in some sort of way, it fucking destroyed me. Like I, and I would literally do anything for Ellie. So I, that was enough of a shock to me. And I know everyone's journey is different of like what sort of pivoted their mindset or pivoted them. This was a huge wake up call for me. And I did whatever I could to just snap myself out of it for Ellie. And it's sad because at the start, like it wasn't for myself. It wasn't because I realized my worth or anything like that. It was, I was doing it for someone else still, but I'm so grateful that I had her to mirror to me what was actually going on, like the reality of the whole situation that we were in together. She has her own story of how she came out of it and worked through it as well. So I won't share all her story, but that was the pivotal moment for me. And I guess what I want to express through this story or sharing this story was that being thinner and fitter or skinnier or whatever, it doesn't equal happiness. We were both anxious and starving, irritable and so insecure throughout the entire process. I think way too many people get so caught up in thinking that if I got to this goal weight, I'd be happier and it just doesn't work like that. And after I realized just how much of a problem I was in, I actually stopped taking ab selfies and I stopped flaunting my body all over Instagram and I just stopped posting altogether. I literally opted out because I couldn't bear the thought of anyone comparing their body to mine and I didn't want to add fuel to the fire. And not that I think that I can stop anyone from comparing themselves to me or anyone else. As I know that if it wasn't my body, it could be my hair, my skin, my smile, my energy, any of that. Because when someone has a comparison mindset, they will always find something to compare themselves against. And I know this because it's what I did. If I wasn't comparing my body to someone else's, I'd compare my boobs, my lips, my skin, teeth, tan, hair, clothes, relationship, everything. There was always something. And just another example, there was a really long time where I wanted a boob job. That's all I wanted. I thought it was going to make me so happy. And my partner at the time was even willing to pay for it. And all I can say now is that I'm so freaking glad that I didn't go through with it as having like silicon bags over my heart space, like putting a barrier between me and another and leaching chemicals into my body would be an absolute nightmare in my current reality. I know so many women who have had explants, like gotten them taken out because they actually got really sick um, from their body's reaction to having something so foreign placed in their body. But at the time, I didn't know all the side effects of having breast implants. All I knew was that I wanted them and that's all that mattered at the time. I didn't care about the side effects in all honesty, but I guess that's the mindset that I had at the time. I just wanted it. I didn't think it through. I didn't think of the future because all I wanted was to be accepted, to be enough, to be lovable. And it's only now that I realize that nothing from outside of me could ever truly give me any of that. It's something that I honestly had to cultivate from within. And just while we're on the topic of comparison and everything like that, I think it's also really important to realize just how uniquely different everybody is. 
Because even if you follow the exact same diet and fitness program as someone you look up to, you still would not look like them. They might be taller or shorter, have wider set hips or shoulders. And you also have a different genetic makeup, which will influence your bone structure, your body size, your shape, and potentially how you distribute your body fat. But also your sleep quality, stress, your hormones all influence how your body looks. So to think that it's just, you know, follow this program that this person's doing to get that body, it's setting you up for, I guess, disappointment in some sort of way. And there is no fair or accurate comparison you could ever make between you and someone else. You are you, just like you couldn't fairly compare your teenage self to your adult self in a negative way because they were different seasons of your life. Like I am a completely different person to the girl I was when I was 17. So to compare my body, my actions, my mindset, my choices, anything like that to what I was like then would just be unfair. And there's a saying that goes that I love and it says comparison is the thief of joy and I couldn't agree more. And this goes beyond body, comparing your relationships, your business success, your life in general. It's only going to leave you feeling crappy. Whereas when you're coming from a place of inspiration, that's different to comparison. Being inspired by someone or your past self is a beautiful thing. Though when you notice yourself falling into a place of comparison, because I know it's easy to be inspired by someone and then start comparing yourself to that person. So when you do realize that, it's important to notice and then just bring yourself back into your own lane and come back to inspiration. And just remembering that any positive role model that you look up to would never, ever, ever want you to compare yourself or shame yourself in a negative way. And it does take a bit of work and practice to pull yourself out of a comparison cycle. And you will likely have down days, but just like a relationship, you've got to work at it. It's not always going to be perfect, but you just got to put in that effort and practice and show up. And basically being in relationship with yourself. And while I'm on the topic of comparison, I just want to chat about how your body changes with your cycle and how you might look or feel different during each phase of your menstrual cycle. So to compare your body and how you feel from your bleeding phase to your ovulation phase is just unfair to yourself. I know my body, I often feel a lot juicier and fuller during my bleeding phase and the lead up to it. And I also feel my energy going a lot more inward, where during my ovulation phase, I usually feel a lot more energetic and lighter in my body. And this is completely natural and normal to feel and experience all of these changes. So I guess just keeping that in mind that your body does change because you have those hormonal shifts and everything like that. If you do want to learn more about your menstrual cycle and your phases, I actually created a free little guide on how to work with your cycle. So if you want to download that, I'll link to it in the show notes. And also I want to add that if you are finding that you're constantly bloated or feeling weighed down from digestive issues, that's a little different. So if it's a constant feeling like you're heavy, bloated and just weighed down in your body energetically and physically, and if you are struggling with digestive issues and it's inhibiting your ability to actually feel good within your body, I actually have a little guide. I called it the happy belly guide. You can also check that out in the show notes. 
And if this is something that you do really want to work on, I do have a signature digestion reset program, which is a step-by-step program to help you reset your digestion so you can overcome bloating and feel lighter in your body. So if you're interested in that, DM me on Instagram or you can just jump on the wait list for the next enrollment. And I'll pop that link in the show notes as well for you. Alrighty, so just circling back, I also think it's super, super important to mention how your womb actually takes up space in your lower abdomen. And a lot of women don't realize this. And for so long, I literally just wanted to chop the bottom of my stomach off. I wanted to starve myself, train it away just to get rid of that little lump on the bottom of my belly. And I know so many other women, they they can't stand this area of their body. But that is your womb space. You have your reproductive organs in there. They take up space and they also need a little bit of extra body fat for protection. So it is 100% natural to have this. And some women's womb space take up more space than others. So please just know that this is totally like a part of your anatomy like it's it's part of you and I think a lot of us get caught up in comparing our bodies to when we were like seven or ten years old before puberty and then our hips start to fill out and our lower abdomen starts to fill out a little bit and we're thinking well why can't we just have like you know a flat stomach like I was when I was 10 but that was all before puberty your hips widen so you can actually hold a baby once you go through puberty. So I think that isn't something that's talked about or well known across, I guess, you know, the women's circle. I know I didn't find that out until probably like two years ago. So it was really like such a relief to think, oh, like there isn't something wrong with me. And I think it's also important to know that a lot of women do so much damage to their reproductive organs, but also their hormones just in the preparation for a comp or through a weight loss journey because they're constantly sucking in and twisting and contorting and tensing their stomach and their lower abdomen. And it's putting pressure on their sexual organs. But also the overtraining and the constant dieting is a threat to your hormones. And some women actually lose their period due to the overtraining and the restricting their bodies. So once your body becomes infertile for a period of time, like that is a sign that it is not a sustainable way of doing things and your body is very out of harmony and out of balance. So please, instead of being frustrated with this area of your body or trying to squeeze, restrict and tighten this area, allow your womb to take up space. You don't need to constantly hold it in. It needs space to be healthy. So please just show it some love. That is a sacred, sacred area. And now I think that's the perfect little segue to talk about approaching weight loss or body transformation from a place of love versus hate, because I see way too many women and men hating themselves thinner or fitter through deprivation, restriction and self-loathing. And I know through experience that when you take this approach, you're still going to hate yourself when you get to your goal weight or your goal body because you're still the same on the inside. And you're still likely going to have a habit of hating on yourself and not feeling like you're good enough no matter what your body looks like. And this is why it's so important to change your relationship with yourself first. Then as a byproduct, you will have a healthy body. Because once you shift from dieting to asking yourself, how can I nourish my body today? 
or working out to get a result and instead actually just moving your body in a way that brings you joy and feels good to you. Once you do that, everything changes. Plus, once I shifted my focus away from the way I looked physically over to being actually of service to others, to the earth, and just not being so self-absorbed with the way I looked, I really found so much freedom within myself. And in all honesty, having joy, purpose, connection, energy, love and passion in my life is so much more life-giving in so many different ways than having shredded abs or a teeny waist. That's in my opinion. So I want to ask you this, what do you think would happen if you put more energy into sacred self-care and unconditional love for yourself instead of tearing yourself apart on the daily? Okay, so I'm going to leave it there for today. Thank you so, so much for listening. I'm so grateful for everyone's love and feedback on each and every episode. I love reading all of the feedback and DMs. And if you got something out of this, please share it. I'd love to know what you got out of it. You can either DM me or even write a review. It really does fill my heart with so much joy just reading all your little love notes and aha moments. All right, I'll speak to you next week. Much love. Bye for now. Thank you so, so much for tuning into this episode. It's one of my missions to keep freedom of speech and holistic wisdom alive in a time of such wild censorship. So please, if you've gotten anything out of this episode or you would like to support me and my message, please leave a magic-filled review on whatever app you're listening from and share this episode with someone you think would benefit. I'm so grateful for your support. Have a beautiful week. Big love and bye for now.